0: And welcome to Big Gay Energy. I'm Brie. I'm Theora. And I'm Caitlin. Come along with us while we dive into the fun and nuances of queer media. Representation matters, and we're here to talk about it. Welcome back, friends. Theora and I have a super cool guest today. Let's welcome Olivia Lucas, who plays Thel- Thelma Bearkiller in Season 3 of Motherland for Salem. Thanks for hanging out with us today and answering some questions.
1: My pleasure. Oh. <laughs> uh,
2: so, we absolutely love Thelma. We talk about her yeah, all the time like, on our podcast. We do. We do. Like, really? We're not, we're not flattering. <laughs> we're, like, we're being serious. No, like, watched the catch last like, five episodes. Legitimately. <laughs> Just like... She's such an awesome addition to just everything in Motherland and had such a big role, honestly, in season three, like it's bigger than I was expecting from like a new character to come in, like in the last season. So we're curious, like when you were first cast as Thelma, like how much did you know about her, like her background or like what her character arc was going to be?
1: hmm. I guess I should have had the breakdown that I was given ready for you guys. I could just read that off. Um, I mean, I could probably find it on my phone, but um, basically I knew that she was the youngest member of the council. Um, She's kind of bringing back the old ways. So she's uh, more traditional than even the generation ahead of her. And um, so I thought that was very uh, interesting. I kind of resonate with that a little bit because I was raised by boomers. And so sometimes I feel like an outsider in my own generation. (laughs) I'm 28, by the way. So to give you some context. Um, And I don't really know if they gave, I think they just said mid-20s or early mid to mid-20s or something like that, for the character. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, she was um, Afro-Indigenous, written Afro-Indigenous. And so they were seeking out someone who was Afro-Indigenous. And Brian said, like, when Sherry, she's the one, she was one of the writers of, um, in the writer's room. She is the one who came up with all the characters of, on the council. She felt it was really important to, to the story, but also it was personally important to her that they have an Afro-Indigenous character, um, a member of the council. And they thought it'd be fitting it would be Thelma, uh, because her children are Afro-Indigenous and so I just like uh, that meant so much to me um, to to see a character who just literally was like I just saw so much of myself in and so um, yeah so I knew that, and then that she was also very protective very loyal um, you know uh, very serious doesn't play around doesn't mess around even more so than the Marshall as you saw collaring uh the the heroes (laughs) whereas he's like roam free you're not gonna get far if you try to leave (laughs) kind of thing you know um but uh yeah so that's kind of what i knew going into the audition and then once i booked it and i found out within like three days it was really fast and they didn't even mean for a call back they're just like it's yours um yeah it was like insane. i was like I was over the moon. It still doesn't feel real. It's insane. It still is just like, uh, such a, such a dream come true. Um, and yeah, so once I, we were doing our, our, uh, test and, uh, like our, our wardrobe and hair and makeup and stuff, then I got to ask Brian more questions and stuff like that about the character. And that's when he told me about Sherry being the one who, you know, wanted this her character to be Afro-Indigenous and whatnot. But yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know a lot. Like, uh, basically that she was a lot like me (laughs) (laughs) it was meant to be yeah it really is you're either the part is for you or it's not and um they said when they saw my tape that it was just like there she is that she's the one and so yeah to hear that that's so great
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: we talked to some um and Danielle you know, from casting mm. about some of that stuff and it was really cool hearing their perspective on when they see an actor who just nails it and fits the character so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there you go
1: <laughs> yeah sometimes it's like I'm reading a book I'm reading Meisner's book right now Stanford Meisner and um, he talks about you either have there, there, we have limitations as artists as actors you have a temperament in you that is you and unique and yours alone, and no one else has. And so, you know, you might put one actor in a role, and they are just not right for it at all. It just they don't have they just don't have the it that it needs. But you give them a different role that's just like them. That's them. They no one can take that away from them. So I think a lot of times we take things personal in this industry. What's wrong with me or how come it wasn't good enough? And it's like, no, like 99% of the time that's, that's not the case. So
0: yeah. Be easy to do. So. Um, all right. So when Thelma makes her entrance with the rest of the council, she gives the fugitives a good once over and proceeds into the hotel. What is she thinking in that moment?
1: Um, so at this time, you know the council kind of knows that has some information about what happened on the on their land with the plant being blown up, and they know that these hoodlums uh, have some kind of involvement. Um, I'm definitely not as like uh, I'm a lot more skeptical and uh, hesitant than the rest of the council members. But so when I come in, or rather when Thelma comes in, basically she knows Abigail is the kind of like leader of the, the, the group there and kind of headlining a lot of stuff. And she knows who the bellwethers are. She's very familiar with their family. And uh, I think just two alphas, you know, <laughs> they don't necessarily, uh, you know, they, there's a clash there. And so, um, I kind of already made up my mind, the, the, you know, she already makes up her mind. Um, yeah, they're going through the protocols and through the motions and, but she kind of just like, oh, I see kind of thing. Right. So she definitely had, she was being sus. (laughs) She was being (laughs) sus with Abigail for sure. Um, (laughs) and she wasn't afraid to show it either. So.
2: Oh, definitely not. Like immediately there's just friction between the two of them. And I love that you compare them as just like two alphas 'cause like that will just clash. But like Thelma seems to really enjoy challenging
1: Abigail. Mm-hmm. It's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yes. I She's almost very kind of fun wish... to watch. Yeah. She she um I almost kind of wish it, that that um friction stayed around a little longer uh the softening happened pretty quick oh is that I the know. next question
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> so, yeah i we do too because it was fun it was fun mm-hmm.
2: nobody bought like challenges abigail so it's always fun when there's somebody else who's like just as powerful and knows it and it's like i can push your buttons and get away with it
0: so we
3: totally, enjoy to see totally. that. It
2: never happens. So thank you.
3: The only yeah.
0: other person that came, has come close is Scylla. And even she, you know, had to mm-hmm. kind of like rein it in because, you know, she can't be fighting with Raelle's sister. So Yeah, bestie all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Trying to yeah. keep the
1: peace. Exactly. There was, there was a character in season one. Um, I'm sorry, her name escapes me. Um, She was the, oh, the one Oh, I know who who you're I, talking about. Yeah so that kind of challenger right and mm-hmm. the other family that oh the 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 ancestor that fought with that other ancestor of the bellwether right. yeah 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 so there was that kind of mirroring happening a little bit yeah, yeah so same patterns little... come around right so yeah same patterns will come around until yeah. you learn your lesson Abigail <laughs> it,
0: it also to the, the ancestor sighting like... <laughs> we have an entire headcanon about Libba and, and Abigail. Libba, that's so cool. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah, it. that's a fun comparison, um, though. I like that. It really mm-hmm. is. So which of the fugitives, or any character on Motherland, do you think Thelma will get along with the most?
1: Uh, get along with the most. I don't know. I feel like oh, I, the first person that came to mind was Rael. Um, really? Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, like in the script, it's already that she sees a lot of the same values that she has in Abigail. And so there's this camaraderie already between them. Um, but I think, you know, maybe that's kind of the extent of that relationship, maybe, like, or the extent of that bond, or mm-hmm. I feel, and I wish, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of time, unfortunately, because of, um, because we, we lost Taylor for a while, but um, the act- interactions, I don't know, I just think that the, the going against the grain, you know, not necessarily always following orders, although, you know, there is a respect for order that rayal and Thelma have, that Thelma went and built an entire mm-hmm. army behind everyone's mm-hmm. back. <laughs> Love that
2: move, by the way.
1: <laughs> By the way, here's my
2: army. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. i do that too. Don't
1: be mad. Yeah. Oh, and here's I knew that army. coming in as well. I forgot about that. Oh, uh, you did? So, I did know that coming in in, nice. in the, in the uh, uh, into the audition. But yeah, so she um I think I could see I could see Brielle and and the two, and Selma really hitting it off as uh you know, someone she could probably disarm with. Someone she
0: could yeah. be vulnerable with,
1: yeah. You know,
0: yeah. I could see them hanging out and like drinking. Just yeah, teasing. that's what I
1: was thinking. Just having yeah. a drink, yeah, or you
0: know, something, shooting the shit, yeah, the bon- you know? like a- exactly. Yeah. That's definitely real. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> definitely real. Definitely, <laughs> yep. Oh
2: man,
1: yeah. And like also, real grew up on the session as well in the
2: session, uh-huh. so there's yeah.
1: that shared you know, uh, cultural understanding and mm-hmm. things. I don't have to explain things. I know that yes. there are times when, just in my life, when I don't have to explain things from my lived experience to people who are not of my uh, ancestry is, is refreshing. And yeah, it makes it easy. Totally. So yeah, I would say I Raya. It.
0: Excellent choice. Great <laughs> answer. I wish we had those scenes. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> right. There's always fan fiction. (laughs) Um, So we touched touched on this a little bit when you talked about like feeling seen as Thelma um, when you first got the role or like read for the role. So we talk a lot about this on Motherland. One of the aspects we really love about the show is the representation that's very consciously thought out by the creators when they made the show. And so in season three, we're really happy that we finally got a glimpse of like the session, which is just like this beautiful, cultural, diverse place and like actually got to see people in it. And so, you know, and a big part of that is like the Great River Council. And so we were wondering, like, what was it like to portray a character like there's was very central in like that kind of community from the session?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I felt honored, honored, uh, you know, to represent so much of you know my culture and and my community because as much as we have like all of our own tribes and and languages and there's hundreds, um, there's still this like shared experience and understanding when you are indigenous and so to to play a character with so much power and autonomy and agency and and ah oh, I was. It was, it was um, I felt a great responsibility. I felt not so much, not pressure per se, like, oh, what if I mess up? Or what if I'm not? I think because I've been preparing for this. And so when the opportunity came, I knew I was ready. And I felt the weight of the responsibility, but I I felt strong enough to carry it. Um. So yeah, it's kind of just like timing was divine and and it was all like meant to be yeah i hope
2: i answered your
0: question (laughs) definitely okay (laughs) yeah we say that a lot about this show that it was the right people at the right time with the right story so
4: Mm -hmm.
1: even when it doesn't feel like it sometimes right like we were thrown so many curveballs so many and then we've adjusted every time and that and then something happens where it, something it, it forces us to be creative and something sweeter comes out of it um and so it's just like trusting the process and trusting that we are being guided um in a direction that is um maybe even more powerful or more impactful so, Absolutely. yeah
0: uh, so you have us a, a few posts on social media talking about your in, indigenous ancestry. Uh, we were wondering if you could uh-huh. tell us more about. that.
1: hmm Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so, um, I my whole protocol introduction is um, I'm Afro and uh, sorry, let's restart, rewind. <laughs> I, went, I went to go and say Afro Indigenous. I'm like that's not the proper introduction. Um, I'm Nova Scotian black from Lucasville, Nova Scotia, pre-Métis from Moose Factory, Ontario, and my settler ancestry is Prussian, French-Canadian, and Scottish, but like on the Métis side. And um, yeah, so that's kind of like the paraphrase version, if you can believe it. but um so my father is also afro-indigenous so the his name is lucas and i have his name and that's the black name that's my grandfather's name and that was uh, my great-grandmother's name we don't know who my great grandfather is unfortunately but so that name is actually actually matriarchal um so it comes from my great-grandmother and uh, eventually from her father and then eventually from a slave owner um but uh that, that's what happened in slave times, uh, slaves took the names of the slave masters. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the lineage. And then my, my dad's mother is, um, pre and she, like, I look like her. I look more like her than I do my own parents. Aww. <laughs> um, yeah. And the older I get, the more I see it. It's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, so she, she's, um, uh, she's the, her father was German, Prussian, and her mother also uh, Cree Métis. Um, unfortunately, that part of us was, we, uh, they assimilated into uh, white culture to survive, but also um, because of migration, they had to leave Moose Factory eventually. It goes back to my ancestor, who was uh, Thomas Turner who is the Métis uh, ancestor that we've traced our lineage back to. And I'm a member of the Métis Nation of Ontario and um, have been for a couple of years. My sister has been longer and it's been, it's quite the process to get your citizenship from um, the Métis Nation. But so Thomas Turner is our ancestor and uh, uh, Janet Turner is his daughter and she is my grandmother's great-grandmother and she remembers her. Um, you know, so it's, wow. it's pretty cool. And she jigged around the house and stuff. And, um, you know, a lot of the things that were passed down, we didn't know where it was our Metis roots, like the jarring that my grandmother did. And we would go berry picking and, um, just the very simple kind of way of life that we've had in the, the way we live very uh, preservatively. Um, so yeah, so that was my dad's side. And then my mother's side, uh, she's, uh, her settler ancestry is French Canadian. I call my mère, her mother and father, mère and prepare, and um, uh, my prepare is uh, also French, and there's, my, so my, my prepare is French, and then my mammaire is, sorry, rewind, my prepare is German, <laughs> why can't, why can't I get this, I'm so sorry, you got get this, I blame the wine, I blame wait, the got wine. It. this is why I can't get into it's it, it's the one, um, okay, my mère is uh, German, and my prepare is French and, uh, but they, they both spoke French. So yeah. Anyway, so that's that. <laughs> Sorry. It was, it's, it's a, it's a no, girl no. no, 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 no. Thank a- you
2: for sharing.
0: Thanks for sharing it. <laughs> yeah, it was off. fascinating. <laughs>
2: Ancestry you, in general
0: you. is fascinating, but especially when yeah. you get to learn totally things.
1: it's 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 difficult to try and like paraphrase or summarize sometimes and i i feel like i'm just rambling but there's li- there's no other way for me to shorten it
0: <laughs> i don't think you should shorten it i think yeah it needs to be represented as it is so awesome
1: yeah thank you I appreciate that thank you for holding space for it too though
0: um it's our freaking pleasure. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's part of why we're here.
3: Yeah.
0: And I have a, any kind of platform that we do is to do uh-huh. things with it that are positive. So,
1: yeah. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah.
2: So, back to like people in motherland that are like know each other and stuff. So, um. At, by the end of like this season, what one of the moments I really love is when President Wade is like giving her big like, I'm in charge, I'm changing everything kind of speech and like Thelma's with her and she grants essentially the Great River Council and people of the session like more autonomy. So
1: mm-hmm.
2: it, we don't get to see a lot of Thelma in that chat, But how does how did Thelma feel like kind of like hearing that and like going forward with her position in the council not getting like more autonomy and stuff?
1: Yeah, um, it's it's great you asked that because I tried to share more <laughs> on social media about that, and I had to unfortunately <laughs> delete my tweet because it was just going no. in a whole direction that <laughs> oh, I was. No. Like, yeah, I was like, no, guys, you're totally misunderstanding. Um, so I was like, well, maybe on one of these podcasts I'll be able to tell the full story. Yes, yes. Tell, I'll <laughs> no, no, leave all the details, please. <clears throat> I'm like, I really hope I'm not going to get in any trouble for this. I think it's <laughs> fine. But basically, um, there was more to that scene that unfortunately couldn't stay in because it was running really long. And I had one of the producers even reach out and apologize. Like, I'm sorry, but like Aww. the episode was like really long. And as you guys saw, there's a lot of important stuff to, to cover in there. And Taylor coming back, they had to make sure everything, you know, that, that for, that got got in like the wedding especially right so i had to cover a wedding a trial uh a uh arresting of everybody and then i can't remember how the episode ends but yeah so there was a lot so um i um basically they captured the essence of it and that's what i was proud of and that's what i wanted to communicate the photo i used was a snapshot from uh sets that one of the uh wardrobe took for me and I was so grateful and it was me shaking Wade's hand which we don't see um in the episode <sighs> yeah. and so I was like context this didn't make it in here's why but anyway I'm really happy about this scene and then unfortunately there was just a lot of frustration <laughs> that the scene was shortened at oh, all no. so I was like and I appreciate the protectiveness and the the fury to uh defend and to you know have as much in, of, of Thelma in this as possible but um but I think they captured the essence of it which is the the partnership and the allyship that Wade and you know her um office was showing Thelma and the council and uh but and that and that's just something that I again another dream to self-governance and and um sovereignty indigenous sovereignty like that's that's like the what we're you know working towards um which requires both parties working and seeing each other's as equals showing respect and and humility in times of ignorance you know and so oftentimes it's you know on the side of our federal government that we are (laughs) We, we are just constantly taking hits and unfortunately it's it's uh we're we are we're very patient people and a very um forgiving um but yeah we're not going anywhere so <laughs> we're, we're we're so resilient we stick around and i feel like um yeah just this scene shows showed so much of that um of what i wish i could see in our in our world in our communities more today and um both America and canada like and, and, and honestly, any indigenous uh, uh, con- content with indigenous people on it. Um, so, yeah. So the, um, there was a point where they... I don't know if I want to say this. Uh, <laughs> they were talking about... like We can you need- edit
0: if necessary. Okay,
1: if you need to. Um, so there was a moment where they say... Um, where Wade says that they would be... You know, uh, the autonomy and whatnot, and she leads into more to say... Um, That they would be renaming the session, yeah. Because you cannot name something that's not seated, which means not surrendered. And I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's
0: so good. (laughs) I know that is so good. Um, If nothing else, that makes us happy to hear. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) You guys get the
1: you get the four one. I don't know. Um, This is my first really." It's a huge role. So if I get in trouble, then it's a lesson learned. But whatever. I'm a troublemaker. I take after Thoma, <laughs> She's I guess She's Thoma. got an army. I <laughs> <Army. laughs> still have that army. Never
0: disband. Yeah. Right. Meet my army. <laughs> totally.
1: <laughs> but honestly, I think at the end of the day, like the writers wanted to see it too. I, everyone wanted to see it in there, but it was just like, sure. unfortunately... You know, and so they. She turns to Thelma and says, "I'm looking forward to working with you," or something along those lines. And then I say something along those lines as well, and I shake her hand. And but yeah, to to what's going through her mind, honestly, probably a lot was going through my mind at that moment. Um, you know, I the first take, I was brought to tears. Um, I don't know if that was Thelma or Liv, but <laughs> or both. But um, yeah, I it just. I think there was like there was a part of me that could feel like my ancestors feeling so proud and maybe this is just some semblance of manifestation of what maybe you know the generations after me will, will see um and um very proud of myself and proud to be sorry i keep talking about myself like i'm her but Thelma proud of herself and um uh proud to be indigenous and black you know and um yeah so it's a very powerful moment i think and we did it a few times and i just uh you know the emotions didn't always happen the same way but i do and other people on set were even crying the woman who took the photo was like tearing up and yeah it was it was it was really and that was my last day on set too actually yeah yeah hmm
2: What a big scene yeah. to end it on too. Yeah. Like all the feels. Like... hmm
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very um what's the word? Let- lethargic. lethargic. no not lethargic that's when you're cloudy. Uh, cathartic. When you- something
0: cathartic. Cathartic, yes. Cathartic. Thank you. <laughs> Words. We try. Those? <laughs> I don't know. What's English? Sh- <laughs> it's a hot mess. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a really hot mess. Good hot lord. Mess. Sweet lesbian <laughs> Jesus, what is English? Um. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, you know, it was so fun for me to, like, make the edit of her
1: <laughs> of I didn't
0: even get to Andy. look at it
1: for very long. It was so great.
2: Oh, I we'll running. send
0: it to you don't you worry you'll see it (laughs) I'm so sorry looking forward to it Theora apologizes for me and Caitlin a lot we'll just Um, no okay so there's one dynamic with Thelma in the show that we really enjoyed apart from the one with Abigail and it was Thelma and Millie (laughs) I love so, Millie. Me right? too. We loved her so much. So we call her auntie. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> we, she is. She's auntie.
1: That's real.
4: She has auntie energy.
0: Yes, yeah, she auntie has auntie says, energy all the
1: way. Did you see the back of her sweater?
4: I don't yes. know if you guys
1: get a good shot of that. Yeah, so her sweater says antibodies, running club. Stop
3: and it. that's just,
1: oh, man. No. Oh. And it's like a fox. It's a fox wearing little <laughs> boots and what, or running shoes. No.
0: I love that so Please,
1: <laughs> I Please.
0: That. It's so perfect. A picture of that.
1: I oh. snatched it. I have it. I have a picture of it. I snatched it. Oh, please. Um, I snatched it for Holemia who plays Millie. Her and I are really good friends. We've been friends for a while and uh so I saw it at the at the Motherland um uh sale and uh I was like, I'm gonna get this for you. And I I just gave it to her recently, but oh my gosh, it's it's so good. Here it is. Anti yeah yeah yeah. <gasps> Antibodies. It's reverse that's little, little...
0: That amazing. Oh my god, that is and it says- everything
2: about that screams Millie. <laughs>
0: They're so
1: creative. And I, I, that's so another good. thing. I have to, like, oh, say, oh, just huge thank you to costume and, and set design because they nailed it. They went and did their research. Like, this was not some kind of, like, stereotypical, like, you know, uh, they, like, they understood the contemporized Indigenous experience. And they, like, even at the um, – council meeting in seven episode seven they had like the beating kit they had the bingo uh, the bingo station like wasna which is kind of like Bannock for 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 Cree. Oh man it was just uh they were did such a good job. Even like uh the the trucks had license plates on them that said like the the, the great or the the session and had like eagles on them and just the attention to detail was incredible. Oh, yes. I was so impressed. We all were. But sorry, I got sidetracked. Millie. Um, no, no, please. no, no, no. This like, is like the stuff that we love to hear about. The
2: crew on the show was crazy dedicated Insane. to literally everything they did. So
0: thank you for organically saying that. Yes, please. Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, because they...
0: Yeah. We've been doing interviews with crew members because um Caitlin kind of got us into this where we really felt like they needed to be in the spotlight as well so mm-hmm. we actually just spoke with Tracy uh, from Costume oh
1: oh and oh Molly okay yeah she's so amazing
0: so we got to talk to her about her experience and her work on the show so it's amazing that you mention the detail attention to detail because she told us how many how they were just sitting there churning out uniforms constantly (laughs) yeah literally our next question is
2: about your wardrobe
0: so
1: (laughs) yes you brought it up (laughs) totally
0: but um, oh yeah i guess we could the rest of the question with millie was how did Thelma take millie's betrayal
1: wow
0: great question um oh man i wish there was more of millie um yes
1: Afterwards, um, but yeah, so it hurt because that's her. That's her cousin, right? Uh, she would have babysat her. She would have changed her diapers. Um, you know, been there for all her first words, like that kind of thing. That was family, right? And so that betrayal was heartbroken. And then I remember the the day that that happened. Um, I I was bringing uh, some of that scene was a little bit cut up a little bit, not not too much, but. Um, like one or two lines or something. Um, but the, um, the pain that I, that, that Selma felt of that portrayal and not just to her, but to the whole community, she put them all, uh, on a freaking like vulnerable, vulnerable and, and it, it targets. And, um, so yeah, I, she, she was angry. She was hurt, heartbroken, um, you know, the first take we did was doing coverage of Millie and I full tears. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> um, David, uh, David, um, frenzy was doing our, I think that's his last name. Uh, he was, um, directing and he's like, hold on to it, hold on to it. We need it for your coverage. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was, um, it was, yeah, it was tough. And that, I think that was the day after, um, Russia was invading Ukraine and there was just something about yeah that kind of this you know the
0: the parallel yeah
1: the parallel in the session being invaded and and kind of having this like real life obviously you know very different but um it's that tether that that experience and so um I kind of just like allowed myself to, to go to that place. And at first I had in my mind how I wanted to play it, but that day and then hearing that news and I was like, no, I think this is, this is going deeper and this is more painful. And so that's what I brought to it that day. But um, yeah. Um, I wish there could have been some reconciliation uh, with Millie. It could be seen because restorative justice is such a huge part of our culture. And we don't necessarily operate by the colonial set of laws and, and um, you know, with time sentencing and um, uh, monetizing. And like we do have that um, because we still live in this st- colonial structure. Um, but within our communities, restorative justice is so huge and it actually helps for healing long term, not just in that person's life, but all- their generations to come. And there's a reason why we have that, because we're always thinking about seven generations ahead. Um, So I asked Brian, I'm like, so, like, if there was another season, (laughs) uh, could we, like, maybe see Millie and Thelma, like, you know? Yes.
0: Making nice. <laughs> oh, please. Uh, he's like, oh, actually, I wish I- <laughs> Actually, we just want to spin off of the session. Thanks. Yeah. Thank oh, oh my God. Thank gosh. you very much. Please. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so much material. So much. Yeah. So much. And we only got there in season three. And I'm like, there's this huge thing that, oh I know. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. Elliot's world is so big that there could be about 10 shows. <sighs> yeah.
1: And honestly. And I've been so careful, so careful not to say anything because I don't want to. It's not my place, but like, I'm gonna stay in this day and age. Nothing, anything, anything is possible. Anything. Yep. I'm not saying I know something
0: at all. <laughs> okay. No. Anything we would possible. never think that you were saying that.
2: Never. You're just
0: saying anything in the world is possible. Correct. And also, that is why everyone is continuing to forge ahead, shall we say? Mm-hmm. There, there are things in the works, fan fandom wise. Okay. I don't know if you saw the trucks outside Hulu.
1: I did. I did see that. So yeah. it's yeah. the
0: same group that oh okay which is literally just a conglomeration of all like a bunch of fandom groups so Mm -hmm.
1: that is incredible uh i think it was alicia alicia i'm not sure how it's pronounced but she told me about that alicia okay i was like like mouth gapped open i was like (laughs) oh my gosh i had no idea i didn't know i didn't know how huge the fan base was when i came into this Um, so yeah, that was a whole culture shock thing.
0: (laughs) You don't want to get in Alicia's (laughs) way either because listen, that woman has statistics. She, I mean, like she, she like rented an ice cream truck for the (laughs) convention. She's, oh my gosh, she is just an organizer and a half. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. Wow. I mean, Mm -hmm. we have a lot of people in the, in the community that are, that do these things like write article get together and write articles that get like published in diva about um representation Mm. and 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 motherland so it's just a really cool place to be oh yeah it is yeah it is so yeah um we we did not all we heard was that you never know that's all you said oh i said anything is possible anything is possible that's what it was yeah Exactly, it's true. Why not? So,
2: back in the world of possibilities, um, kind of this is a bad segue, but I want to ask you about Thelma's wardrobe because <laughs> yeah, we did we did talk to Tracy. Um, we didn't talk about your wardrobe mm. though, but your wardrobe for Thelma was so like unique and fun. Like I remember her having this pair of like overalls or like painted like a forest, and so I was just wondering what you thought about I her own wardrobe.
1: <laughs> you do. They're so oh, the I them.
2: I good. I should have. Oh, man. I should kind
1: of brought them with me. Those. Um, yeah.
2: I, her wardrobe was killer.
0: It was so oh fine. I loved it.
1: My
2: fitting like, there was,
0: was
1: four that was, hours. Was, whoa. Really? Four hours. Yeah. And I only ate a smoothie that day and I had no idea. That was my first oh, time ever Yeah. Learned my lesson. I had no idea. It was my first, like, recurring guest star kind of role and I didn't know they were fitting my entire closet I thought it was like episode one the first episode or something so they're like no Mm -hmm. no this is like your whole the whole show like okay (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) faint they luckily they had some protein bars in, in there but um yeah oh my gosh it was so much fun oh I want can I cuss on this Yes, (laughs) yeah. <laughs> yes, we do it all the time. There's
2: no children <laughs> here.
1: Fuck yeah. That's what I I
0: was say. yeah. Yeah. It you can say um... whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Um. Yeah. It was so. I felt. Oh God. Like I was made for this role. Um. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, Tracy was so. They were so great about like letting me have you know, feeling like I, I was a part of this, a collaborator in this. Obviously, you know, they told me to put something on, I put it on. Uh, but, you know, I, I um, it helped me to sort of uh, make the character and, and find how she moves. And um, there was a huge conversation about my hair. Um, and because I had it really long and mm-hmm. sorry, I don't want to get it off topic, but we'll come back to the wardrobe but um my my hair was um really long and then I was planning on cutting it and then this tape came in and I was like overthinking everything so I was like
0: this is my dream role
1: I don't want to fuck it up what if I cut my hair and then they're like she doesn't look native enough and then what if I what if my hair isn't curly enough and oh my gosh yeah that is very much the (laughs) lived experience of a mixed race person um yeah the whole like i'm not black enough to be black i'm not made enough to be native or whatever but um i'm over that by the way i'm very much very secure in my identity but um anyway but this was this was getting to me and um i talked to my agents and they're like i think that um you know you're okay that your hair is probably not a huge part of the uh the um decision making you know, you do right for the role or you're not. Um, so yeah, so I was like, you know, what? you're right, you're right. So I ended up going ahead and cutting my hair and it was for a, uh, you know, a very specific and intentional purpose and um, sent pictures ahead of time. And they were, were thinking about braids and stuff. And um, I was like, oh, and then they were taking from, oh, what's her name? She's an Afro-Indigenous rapper based out of New York. They were using inspiration from her. It's going to kill me that I don't remember now. Maybe it'll come back. But, um, so they were taking inspiration from her as, uh, as, uh... oh, I'm frozen. No. Can you guys see me? You're not frozen for we us. Can, we can okay. see you. So it's okay. Okay, good. Good, okay. good. Um, yeah, so they were taking inspiration from this, uh, this, um, rapper and, um, god I hate that I can't remember her name um um and uh I thought it was great so I was like oh my god I love her and so she, something princess I don't know why it's not remember I'm not remembering it
0: maybe Caitlin can uh google princess please. Nokia yeah oh I love her yes. <laughs> I like Thanks, have Caitlin. her on several of my playlists I love
1: yes. her yes princess Nokia so um so she was um, the inspiration for my character uh, for like the style
0: so, and whatnot. Yeah. i so happy about that. I was so
1: excited when I heard that. I'm like, this cannot get any better. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So she um, – so then I went in for the fit, four hours, whatnot. It was the last episode that I actually got to have like – they, they, okay oh thank god this didn't happen it was okay don't get me wrong I loved their pick it was a great option um, but then I was just like what's that <laughs> <laughs> and there was these leather pants on the wrap and I think they were one of the other council members pants in a scene at one point point. and um, I was like can I try those on and so I'm putting them on and, and they're like oh yeah we also have this we have this blazer and actually it was supposed to be Alder's Alder was supposed to, oh, no, no, the shoes were Alders. There was these oh, yeah. shoes that I wore that Alder, it was a part of her closet or something like that, and um, I was like, oh, I like these shoes, and so I started putting this stuff together, <laughs> and they had this blazer that they wanted to have featured for so long. Um, and no, no one ever got to wear it. And so I was like, well, like maybe, you know, it was, it was a beautiful, you, you know, you, I don't know if you guys have a, a shot of it, but yeah, that, that, so that whole like costume was like very much a collaboration. Um, and I got, um uh, got to put that together, but originally they had me in like this green jumpsuit that kind of, I looked like a pilot almost, um, yeah. very militant. And so I was like, no, this is a press conference. She,
0: you know, she can dress up. She can,
1: she can look good. Love her. So it was nice.
0: I'm <laughs> glad that you, yes, went in and <laughs> kind of just put some stuff together with them. So yeah, it, was it turned out really well. Like, good mm-hmm. job on you Like, <laughs> There were much.
1: some. There were some bandanas and stuff that that I was I was trying out. And it was interesting because as I was dressing, we were dressing her, I was like, I kind of feel like, I don't know if this is a segue at all, but I'm like, I kind of feel like Thelma's queer. I feel like, I don't know. I just like, I, I, I got this vibe, you know? I was like, I feel like, I think she is. You know, maybe she's not super like broadcasting it or whatnot, but I'm like, I think, you know but also for for indigenous people it's just so like n- normal um that uh yeah
0: anyway so <laughs> caitlin's typing in my notes right now and it says oh my god it's literally a segue you're, literally, you're reading our brains <laughs> yes and we love Stop you for that getting in our heads it's spooky
1: <laughs> listen I'm just, awesome. like I'm so glad the question the, was coming
0: cuz I was wondering yeah, the way ask. you explained it was perfect though. Like I like the, the vibe that I got from her was that she she was probably queer but wasn't like somebody who that was her identity. It was just like mm-hmm. a part of who she was and it was like whatever if someone like asked her or if she happened like to it happened to come up as a subject, yeah, but not something yeah. she would just Put out there mm-hmm. but yeah so the next question was um who would you ship thelma with ship thelma with i'm sorry okay. what does that mean see here we go that's okay all right from Freeze the world of this. fandom we're going to make a dictionary i'm going to make i'm going to write an entire fandom guide oh okay, no so what do ship I is no. short for <laughs> no okay. ship okay. is short for relationship it's uh, okay okay so you're like, who oh, would you put oh, her with romantically?
1: I'm
0: so glad you asked them. You set I'm us up going for to this go. question. You up up tell us who you <laughs> think, yeah. and then we'll tell you what we think. <laughs> oh, God. Oh,
1: this is going to be great. Okay. Okay, I thought about this, and it honestly came to me on the day, my last day on set. So episode nine, because I shared a scene with them. And I was like, wait. I totally could see like Thelma and M, like Ooh, I love that. total, yeah,
0: we love it. I saw it. I, I it. saw
1: it, but uh, I can see that maybe the writers didn't see
0: it. No, yeah. definitely. Could writers see are that. like damn it. We don't like, have power time. couple <laughs> loyal. Yes. <laughs> and now uh, Caitlin is typing in my notes again, and it just says tally, tally, tally. Oh.
1: Yeah. she ships tally and, and
2: everyone it's i
1: so mean because it works well yeah but things... everyone she's been saying Dama this for a just... while really that's so funny because i everyone was like oh get off amalia of she's taken and I was like,
0: y'all read the scene wrong. That's not what happened happening no, in the scene. Who said that? What this scene is... are they
3: talking no. about? What show so are the they watching? Oh, like... I
0: know what scene they're talking about. No, no, no. I'm sorry. But I did not get that whatsoever. <laughs> I'm so glad. Hello, sad. thank oh, you very God. much. No. It's because We're of not, the way no. they shot it. They, yes, it is.
1: Um, okay, because the scene was... Because Thelma resonates with a Dill. And she, I mean, we catch that in the, the introduction of the speech and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he, he speaks all the languages and whatnot. And what happened to his people, very, you know, similar. And so she says, you know, um, a couple of you are starting to grow on me. She looks at both Amalia, because of her experience growing up in the session, and Adil. But they didn't get the shot of her looking at Adil. Yeah. So everyone thought that she was digging Amalia. I'm like, No. Yeah. <laughs> It's a total,
2: That's not like, what I got at all, so... Oh, man. I think people <laughs> or are just Tony. like. They're like, we don't the... need to
0: see you, Tony. Poor <laughs> Tony. Nope. Out. Your background, Out. Tony. Your background. <laughs> well, they <laughs> got the <laughs> shot.
1: They panned over when she looks at, uh, at uh, Abigail. And because yeah. uh, she looks at Abigail right after. And we had this great idea. It was, well, Ashley came to me. She's like, when you looked at Tony, um, I just felt like this, like you were coming, like you were looking at him like you were, You know, eyeing him up. So, like, try that. Try that. I was like, oh, I didn't think of that. (laughs) But I'm like, I
0: feel like she wouldn't be coming for Tony. I don't know,
1: or rather, uh, Adele.
0: (laughs) No, I'd more see her coming for Abigail. But whatever.
1: (laughs) Um. But yeah, no, Tally. Okay, cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, that would be the that would be the one I would see more.
1: Really. Say more. Just, I, I'm curious.
3: caitlyn come Caitlin, on. And say Caitlin, more.
0: just come on. We're inviting you.
3: Damn it. <laughs> Go start it. I can't her her doesn't like for to work. Us <laughs> so, this is my territory <laughs> Tally. Tally. <Anything> involving Tally. <laughs> is here,
0: anything involving Tally is here, anything involving Nicta is over here.
3: Okay. <laughs> um, I just know that when I watched the episode my brain stuck on it and now I'm just... St- I swear you, you looked at Tally at some point. There was definitely a look at some point, right? Or well, was I getting this character...
1: No, it's okay. She, <laughs> she looks at both Amalia and Tally, like the shot where she's like, a couple of you were starting to grow on me, and it like shot to Amalia and then Tally standing standing next to Amalia. Um, I keep saying their real names versus their character names. No, it's okay. Um, we do it we too. Do. We it's do fine. that all the time.
0: Okay, you know I'm about I'm to, to say? Jess,
1: There we go. Silla. Um, So Scylla and Tally are standing next to each other. I'm trying to think if there was another shot. I mean, if anything, Tally was getting. Was getting I, I
3: think on, Tally uh, Tally on, was the, uh, the one Tom who, who did the look. Oh, really? Ooh. Oh,
1: maybe.
2: I don't know. I, I mean, mean she was wait,
3: I. She could literally. She, uh, I would ship her with a brick wall.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> because like, she has to do with everyone.
3: <laughs>
1: She's just such an intense, like sensitive and like emoting person. Yes.
3: I just and not love fall out her from Jess
1: at all. <laughs> Maybe it's just that Jess and I have like such a great like strong bond and like sisterhood.
3: I vibes. Mean, she's that, like, she's very easy. She's very easy to become close with. I feel like. Yeah, she's great.
1: She's awesome. But I yeah, I didn't see that. That's that's a first for me hearing that. I thought Yeah, they, well, they, 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 I thought like M was more in like Thelma and not that not that Tally's out of Thelma's League or anything like that, but like just their no, like responsibilities and what's up. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's establish that. Yes.
3: Uh, <laughs> but um, anyway. I also watch these episodes half asleep, so <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's Caitlin's brain
1: it's okay. imagining. I like the I like that you presented that. That was that was great.
0: Well, I just think yeah. it's also that we we got more, we got more of Thelma with the other characters. So yeah, totally
1: right. Yeah, and like Tally comes and frees Thelma from the chair when she's tied up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> where your brain's getting it she
2: from, is, Caitlin? Like
0: feeding it. <laughs> <laughs> What, be She's careful, or that. Kayla's gonna be writing fan fiction soon.
3: Uh, <laughs> no, I have I have way too much work to do. It's yeah. <laughs> all right. You feel free to do it for me, though. <laughs> um, I have other priority. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're all too busy.
1: Aww.
2: We got a
0: lot going on.
1: Try.
3: Yeah,
1: okay. Um, but I like your uh... answer of
2: M a lot because. Power yes, and they're both like high in their own separate government and stuff. So they have a lot in common mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That's a fun
1: exactly. one. Exactly. they're very protective, very protective, mm-hmm. loyal. They know who they uh, are. They both look of them. really
0: good together. That too. S is such a gorgeous person in <sighs> yes. general. Like period. End of sentence. Energy wise, yeah. physically yeah. everything. I rewatched like their meeting them in person. The like
3: you can't,
0: you can't not <laughs> gravitate towards them.
3: I mean, mm-hmm. S S forever has my heart for shoving mango in my face because they found out that I didn't eat all day. Yeah,
0: we uh, we got to meet S together and uh, had like a weekend with a bunch of. the kids. Sound- so. <laughs> it, was, it sounded like wow. we just had a
3: weekend with us. No, the it was brain. a convention. <laughs> <laughs> Use your words, guys. they <laughs> you know, there shoving mango at me too. Yeah, so. <laughs> out of context. Of a, yeah Taylor a kept trying there. to feed
0: me she's like here, here and I'm like girl
3: we've got a couple <laughs> stories from that weekend
0: oh, <laughs> it was a long weekend
3: amazing. it's a whole other story <laughs> that's a lot anyway who well, we'll has we'll the hear next question day. but ba- back, to
2: th- back to Thelma so uh, we're just curious like is there something that you learned about yourself while playing Thelma or like have a takeaway yeah. from that. I whole. mean
1: tons. Um Good. I don't know if it's something that Thelma um like emulated herself or just the process of me as an actor um learning and yeah, just growing in that sense. Um uh, I think that for, in, I mean, context, I'm very, I'm very hard on myself. I'm a very, I take things very seriously and, you know, I think, you know, Thelma can shares that as well, but, um, yeah, I'm always trying to do the most and, and, um, I think this whole experience is one of the biggest things that I've realized is that, um, I, um, I'm more than an actor and I have so much to offer that isn't just productivity and that who I am is enough. And that's the biggest takeaway that I learned from this experience. Not necessarily, again, Thelma's personality that it taught me, but just the embodying her and you know, long days on set and juggling everything else in my life and um yeah I, I I realized how much I had a very high expectations of myself, and I know where it comes from <laughs> uh, yeah, done a lot of therapy, <laughs> but um but yeah, and so I think that was one of the biggest lessons, and when I came to that realization, it was terrifying because again, I've had my eye on the prize for a very long time um but to consider that, okay, it's okay if this doesn't work out. It's okay if, you know, maybe I choose to do something else, and that was terrifying to face because then it's like I can't give up, I can't quit, I can't stop, and neither does Thelma doesn't think like that either. Um, but um, but there was a freedom in the surrender because I put so much of my identity into my career when that is this much of who i am and if anything allowing myself to be the fullness of the person that i am actually informs my craft and so i've learned to just sort of like chill out relax not take things so seriously i grunt and grit my way through things and it bleeds into my characters quite a bit if anything i kept And I kept taking the note kind of personal when people tell me to bring it back a little bit. I'm also a theater trained actor. Don't, don't, like, it's okay. You don't have to, like, project to the other side of the room. It's okay. We can keep it up here. You don't have to be so. I was like, are you trying to tell me to tone it down? (laughs) Um, Like, don't be so angry, kind of thing, right? But the anger can still be there, but it can, you know, it can be more intimate. And so just, um, yeah, that discovery was huge. Huge, massive for me. Um, Yeah.
3: I write notes while they talk and I'm behind the camera. So... I just wanted to say that my favorite line that you say is, shut up, Millie, you're coming with us. And- <laughs> I love that, that scene. That whole scene was it's amazing. So
0: no. It was such a good scene. <laughs> it's so good. We were like, oh. yes! Uh, I wish I
1: brought Hlemia on here. If you guys want, I can see if she'll be interviewed uh, or whatever. Please? But, yeah, She's not a social media person, so it's not easy to get a hold of her, but if you'd like, I can ask her because she she hasn't even seen it yet and she's just she's just kind of like i have to put it in front of her for her to watch it um and i keep meaning to um but but yeah so she um she had so much fun she had so much fun and the whole man the whole like trolley thing throwing the trolley in the line of (laughs) the kitchen that was her that was all her i was like
0: i was dying so at that freaking hilarious <laughs> oh she's so funny i love when she opens that door and you're just there
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that whole scene oh, it's, it's just so sometimes we could i need me. to watch that sometimes again after we get off you. of
1: here yeah that's a good one yeah so uh, good. Yeah. yeah she's just like uh oh, just leave me behind shut up (laughs) billy (laughs) Who are talking to dumbass
0: she's doing doing that oh just leave me behind i'll slow you down (laughs) you played Um, that perfectly and i loved it oh good glad to hear it (laughs) uh no
3: yeah you and your character were just perfect and i i just i'm so glad we got her
0: because mm, it's, it's, <laughs> sometimes
3: it's difficult bringing in new characters because you're like, but the other ones. But like this one, we're like, give us yeah, more. No.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was perfect. A lot of times it's really hard to bring a new character in and give them that much time. But it felt so, I don't know. It. Thelma just kind of slid in there perfectly and was an addictive character that we just wanted to see. oh All the time. That's so
1: interesting because I always wonder about that from your guys' perspective because I'm kind of jealous to be honest because I don't have the eyes that you have fresh, right? I know what's going to happen next and I know what's going to be said. And the only thing I don't know is how I look. (laughs) um, But I, I, I sometimes wish like I could experience how it's, how it feels to see. You know this person come in because you guys have been following this for so long and anticipating the next thing, and then there's like, who's this person? And it's like, yeah. So I'm I I was I was thinking about that recently. I'm like, oh, I I don't really know what that feels like. And um, well, I do if for other shows, but you know, for this particular character, and so I, I've only heard you know that you know I haven't heard anything negative actually, except in the beginning. I heard
2: well, the looking at Amalia part, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like oh, no no. if you look at Scylla, if you look at Scylla, you're gonna get It was the it was the fact that I was just such a
3: bitch. <laughs> like, it wasn't Yeah. There was like five Maybe... minutes where I was like, Oh I don't know and then I was like, Oh no I love her.
0: No, I was, I was like, yes from the yes. beginning. Maybe it's just <laughs> really? that I like bitches. I don't know. <laughs> I, I Ask mean, my exes. I didn't even I didn't
1: even <laughs> like me. She was being so difficult and so like impossible and like had was giving no inches, no fucks, like zero, zero fucks given. And yes. I mean it was great, but I was looking there was this one shot where it like zooms in on my like resting bitch face and I'm like, oh,
0: they're gonna hate me. <laughs> See, you thought that and I thought, damn, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were very excited. We we're like, "Who is this? We were very excited. Who is this?" Like when we yeah. saw the trailer, mm-hmm. we were like, "Who is that character? We're going to love whoever this is." And we did. Wait, she didn't the you? They
0: did that shot where the you're couch. like in the, the mist. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm talking about the oh, yeah. The mist, at the, at and at the it's border, like,
3: it looks so cool oh, and God. badass that yes. we
0: were like, "Great!" Yes. Didn't
3: you, you pick? Didn't you pick Thelma out as the queer one? yeah, yeah.
2: the group but, yeah oh we did the trailer the council group. yes
3: yeah thanks and for validating our
0: trailer we because we did like that whole analyze reaction? trailer thing yeah and that was oh, three hours for this.
3: a literally two minute video listen let's talk about <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is one of the important things that happened the important thing that happened was i, was, I looked at the council i was like one of them square it's thelma
1: there was two actually <laughs> in the rainbows, right? there was two in fact they actually had to recast they did a weird recasting thing so this was back oh. when covid was like oh and uh we had an original we had an original person then uh played by nyla carpenter or carpentier i'm not sure how it's pronounced also a really good friend of mine she has her own shawl that she comes in and um it's like rainbow rainbow colors um and so she she was originally the character and then event and then for some reason we had to move dates then she couldn't do it because she was dancing at a at an event and then they brought in another friend of mine peter and he's actually featured on my instagram you can see him kind of wearing like green and he and me and um um oh I always get the character names and the real names mixed up Um, but Kelly is Kelly William uh, was the other council member he's the one in all the denim and the jade the cowboy Um, so they were uh, kind of like flanking me but Peter was uh, unfortunately not able to they had to re we had to do another day where we were shooting because they sent us all home that day so we didn't shoot anything because we didn't have enough people (laughs) We literally didn't have enough people to film it um, because too many people tested positive, Uh, so we were Mm. all sent home. And then, uh, and then, unfortunately, Peter couldn't come back, um, and uh, so they brought. But then the new date worked for Nyla, so then we got Nyla. But then they brought Peter in as one of the session cops in six, I think who uh, yeah. walks up to, um, to um, Rael's dad and Scylla and is like, what are you doing here? Oh, oh. yeah, him.
3: Oh. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that, did- that took a while. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: okay. <laughs> so no, he, I. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, so he was originally, and then he was kind of like his character as the council member was like, they were making him a little more like femme. Because the character originally was queer, and it was great. He did. He oh, he looked so great. I was like, "Hi!"
3: (laughs) So we talked a little bit about your ancestry, and I went through all of your Instagram posts because they were very interesting, and I loved everything that you shared. You don't laugh, you know. I love doing my research. I
2: know you do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's my favorite part. I love getting to know everybody, but one of your Instagram posts that I lost my place in, hold on, let's retake that, one of your Instagram posts that I love is the one where you talk about your parents, how have Mm. they helped you connect to your roots and shape your identity?
1: Uh, (laughs) I haven't even started talking, I'm already emotional, um, success.
0: Yeah. I mean, goal is to
3: make you cry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was trained to do, actually.
1: Yeah. Uh, my parents are, um, they're my inspiration. Um, my relationship with them has evolved over time. You know, we, children look at them as superheroes and then as I get older I'm like oh you're a human you're a person who's made mistakes and who's just figuring just trying to figure it out the same as me and and so now I kind of I'm starting to have more of a friendship uh, especially more with my mother um but yeah so the uh my father was um Oh, I don't even know how to answer this question. I guess each in their own way has, they've put their, you know, imprint on me. You know, we are pieces of them, literally. And, uh, but also how I was raised, you know, all the values that I have um, and the, the values that I'm proud of. Family and honor, integrity, keeping your word, doing a good job, um, and uh, never giving up. And um, my mother is incredibly resilient. I get her, uh, her, she likes just like the joy in the little things, and she's very simple. She doesn't ask for much. So she's so humble. My father is an eccentric. Um, very (laughs) unique human. (laughs) I wish I could share more stories. Um, I was raised on a farm and so, um, had a very unique childhood, but I was raised to, um, with a very strong work ethic and, uh, that really came from my father. My mother was more of the nurturer. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're an interesting team. They've had, I have eight siblings. So I came from a family of nine, and uh, the two of them have been married for over 40 years. And um, yeah, yeah.
3: (laughs) It's sad that that, that's like such a huge achievement. Yeah. But yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, I have this example of, um, yeah, they just, and this isn't to say that someone else who decided to, you know, choose a different path is lesser than or anything like that. It's just they, they stuck with it. And, um, did the good, the bad, and the ugly, and we saw it all. <laughs> and, um, it's, uh, they're my heroes. You know, when people say, you know, who's your, who's your superhero? Uh, and it really is them. And, um, I, I grew up in a very white community. And so I dealt with a lot of prejudice and racism growing up. I was called every name in the book. Every single name. It was interesting because they only saw me for my blackness. And they never, they don't think they even knew what names to call me because they were just too ignorant to know what the native derogatory terms there were. But, um, but yeah, so I had that exposure, and it was my father who was, you know, shared so much about his life and his upbringing that I, I identified with my blackness from an early age um, because of that experience. And it wasn't until I got older, and my mother was the one who really raised us with knowing of uh, of our indigeneity. Um, so she, so yeah, I had this sort of like this uh, these two worlds, and um, and uh, yeah, they obviously there were some things that weren't perfect. There's no such thing as perfect, but I'm actually grateful for that because then, uh, it's so beautiful. It's human. It's so colorful. It's so unique. And uh, I can learn from their mistakes, from where they where they messed up. Because if they got it perfect, then what's there to learn? Um, so yeah, I they are incredible humans, and um, they're very proud of me. My mother wasn't. <laughs> I laugh because I'm replaying it in my mind when mm-hmm. I shared the news. <laughs> when I yeah. shared the news with my mother. She was sitting across the table from me. And they're older, right? So my parents are in their 60s. My mom, she's like, I'm really happy for you. I'm not too crazy about the witches, though. (laughs) (laughs) My mother is a very devout Catholic. And so
4: (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. I was like, of course, of course you're not. (laughs) <laughs> just immediately like i'm never
0: good enough for you <laughs> <Yeah>. i <laughs> bet she did not like that would not like the ending of the show then yeah, <laughs> Since yeah, now never a witch. yeah my but, mom is not
3: a fan of hydrate for lesbian jesus
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh and honestly it's interesting because i i've had that question before and i was like with uh with people because i am christian and i do identify as christian but this, for me, was not – it wasn't a conflict at all for me or a contention or anything like that. And uh, um, I don't resonate with the particular denomination I was raised in, but I still resonate with, with, being, with being Christian. And so um, – but, yeah. So – and then my dad, I'd like, in his own way, showed how proud he was. Uh, he says to me um, – Oh, God, it was such a backhanded compliment, but for my father, that's just his personality. He's like, "Oh," and I shared it with him in the group chat because I didn't get to see him in person. But I was like, told them the news and showed a trailer so that they had some context. And uh, he's like, "Well, I guess I'll have to stop start telling people that you're no longer a wannabe actress. She'd be an actress." <laughs> man
0: parents Dang. <laughs> i was like i've been an actress what are you saying <laughs> i re- like i resonate with that so much with my mother so i feel you she yeah, once I'm told like- me i'd be pretty if i lost weight so <laughs> oh, <it's
1: parents. laughs> Damn, girl they mean well. parents
0: man they mean the best but they just sometimes don't know how to say things in a in a way that's going to uh it's so but funny.
1: you know i i cuz it's so on brand with my father, and honestly, when I read it it I cried, I cried, and not in like a you know you don't see me it was like uh it was like uh he actually admitted that even there are times where the people closest to you may not they doubt in fact, it's the ones closest that would doubt the most, you know, and it's because they know you and they've known you since you were little, and they have this image of their in their mind of. You know who you are and who you're supposed to be and whatnot and i showed him something else and it was kind of like him admitting to like wow okay you showed me and that was like i was like yeah okay dad thanks
0: <laughs> yeah there's something really beautiful in little things like that where it doesn't seem like it's a a sweet moment but it it is to you because of your experience with that person. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're great. They're honestly, uh, they, um, they ground me and they know me very well. And then the thing is I evolve as a human and they're both uh, back in Ontario. Most of my family is, um, but they both, um, they, you know, they've known me my whole lives and they're getting to know the new human that I become. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what it's like. I'm not a parent, but, uh, They've they've definitely they're very I know that their children are their greatest joy and their greatest uh legacy. So yeah, and I'm proud to be their daughter immensely. That's
3: awesome. You're, you're a great person. I just wanted to know oh! that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who said that because both of you are frozen. Who said As that? It was Caitlin. Caitlin, it was Caitlin, but we
0: all echo the sentiment and we love you, so <laughs> Oh, thank I just you. I
3: didn't think it was possible to love you more like it's just I just I've been loving getting to talk to you I mean I've been quiet most of the time but I've been talking to myself over here
1: likewise likewise thank you for having me and honestly sometimes this is very new for me so sometimes I don't know what's okay to say what's not okay to say and not in like a
3: everything's social, okay to say
1: socially but also just in the what what could potentially come back to bite me
0: right right
1: but but i'm an honest person i understand i i uh yeah i just i just come with me so yeah
0: that's all you can do Mm -hmm. so you've talked about making your mental health a priority
1: and starting therapy and how Mm -hmm. training
0: in the gym saved your life
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, you guys really a, went and dug.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's a huge stigma uh, talking about mental health, even though many, like there's so many people struggling with their yeah. mental health. So do you feel it was important to share what you've gone through so that other people can, to, to kind of like help in the process of killing that stigma of talking mm-hmm. about our mental health?
1: Yeah, I, I, it's again for me it's also a work in progress what what because i think i think to a degree it's like and social media is interesting because it only you'll never be able to get the full picture you'll never be able to show everything it's just it's impossible even in this interaction we are like the physical humans here but you still won't get the full picture so but i still think it's important to have a conversation around it because it's, it's also a part of who we are. Um, we are emotional, mental, physical, spiritual beings. And, um, uh, I think I just have this sort of like authenticity, uh, you know, thing where I, I can't lie. I hate lying. Um, yeah, I'll share my victories and my highs, but, and I, I'm being very, uh, Uh, intentional about what lows I share um, because sometimes it's hard to say like I don't always want to because it doesn't always it's not what I need in that moment however when I move through something and I pass through something and I'm on the other side of it then I share because I'm in a place of a more healed version of myself or that part of me has been healed Um, because I think you can actually do more, more harm to yourself so it's just having that awareness so saying in saying that, um yeah, I went through, oh yeah, now I'm remembering the things I posted. Um, <laughs> I've posted I'm like, oh yeah, I said I'm that. here to
3: remind you, <laughs>
1: thank you, uh, yeah, so I you know i, I mental health is um in, in my like the uh, issues um I've lived with my whole life, and not just with me but in my family and very intimately, and uh, I saw I, I experienced a lot of um, things that maybe you know I was probably too young to have experienced and gone through, but you know, I'm here now and um, more resilient because of it. Not to say that I hate the saying, is, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, kind of things. So it's like you know, I just needed to be a kid, <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's some truth in that. So I think it's um, you know, if someone can take away something from my testimony if it can even save someone's life even if it's just one person then 100 percent it was worth being said i don't care how it i'm how i'm perceived because of it um i'm being who, true to who i am and at the end of the day at the end of this life it's just me that i have to be okay with and um So I, uh, yeah, I want to impart some of my journey with people and, um, in the hopes that it could touch, touch someone's life, um, experience. Sometimes I wonder if I'm even doing, if it's doing anything at all. (laughs) I have no idea if this is going to hit anybody, but there it is. It is. (laughs) is.
3: I really admire you for like being willing and opening to share in that. I know, uh my social media I share things like that but I I feel like no one probably even sees it but that doesn't matter because it also Mm. shows me if I go back you see your journey Mm. and it's Mm. kind of just like a journal in a way
1: it's so true
0: yeah
1: that's so true because I think I did go back and see something or you when you mentioned to me oh there's stuff in here and I'm like what did I what did I I'm just recalling like the particular one with my fitness and my one year mark. And I've actually lost pro- progress or this BS by the way, lost progress. I've lost definition, but I didn't lose progress. We've only moved forward. Okay. Period. Um, <laughs> Love <laughs> it. Note yeah. to- That's your tagline. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. My niece is driving her or- is riding her bike around the property. <laughs> my brother's across the street. And so I guess the kids are out playing, but um Yeah, she's like a spitting image of me by the way. Um Yeah, she's like a mini me. But yeah, I um I uh um fitness, yeah. So it it it, sometimes I wonder, I'm like, should I go back and like take some stuff off or am I sharing too much? And I'm also very, you know, private about my family and I've posted my parents and that's I think it. I think I posted my siblings. That's your first post. Yeah, that was there's there's other stuff that I've deleted since then. You know, we've we level up. You (laughs) know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true because there is the 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 stigma of like, um, do you you know, do you want people thinking this or do you want people thinking that or you know you can bring harm to yourself or the people in your life, you know, and I have to remember now because my platform is growing and my name and my reputation and all that stuff and who I represent also. Um, I can't speak for my whole community, but when people look at me, especially, uh, non, um, sorry, especially, uh, people who are not of my community, they'll, there's definitely things that can be, you know, said or, or perceived and, it's hard it's a hard balance between like being true to yourself and being honest and uh and um feeling protective of your family of those closest to you and of your community in my case um so uh, everyone's frozen i can't see anyone's
2: (laughs) we're were (laughs) (laughs) We're mesmerized by what you're saying (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know. It was moving. we're
0: all literally
3: just here oh, yeah. nodding refresh, and, like,
1: refresh your... your there we go, that. We'll did that work? Yeah, that worked. Oh, thank you so much. I'm going to do mine, too, because all of a sudden I zoomed in, and I don't know how that happened. I don't know. Uh, Fiora is still, still You turn open, your camera
0: off and on. on. Turn my That's camera on. Am I okay? Yeah, on the left, lower, you're good. Okay, cool. Left, lower, ah, it'll... got it. There you go. <laughs>
1: Time, oh, the, I zoom in every time I, someone else changes their camera. Here, let me get yeah. mine. There we go. Um, but yeah, so it, it's a delicate balance. I don't have it all figured out, and it could change as I get older. But I just, I personally want to try and remain myself because there's certain things that are like I don't have intellectual property over. Um, you know, even though it's a part of my life, it impacted me as a child um you know there was there is there is mental not even just mental health but mental illness um in my family and I was deeply impacted as that it impacted my entire life and of recently have I only just become aware of it um through therapy and fitness has been a huge part of you know that process of of like literally healing and rewiring your pathways in my brain and getting the endorphins that I need, just all very scientific things. But that's a huge part of, huge part of the process for me, for, for, for myself. And so I, uh, yeah, um, I think gear things have changed a little bit for me. I've become a little bit more uh, private. I've become a little more, what's the word? I just called it the other day. She's like, I feel like I'm going to try and do her. I feel like you're on an incubation period where you're you're just i can't i can't i gotta spend more time with you're doing it well, <laughs> like, you're doing well, I, was <laughs> I was impressed
0: i was impressed. Like, is <laughs> jess here <laughs> she, something else. She,
1: she pronounces like her th is like an r or i can't remember i have to i can't remember what like there's a certain consonant that completely is different from the way it's spelt it's escaping me now but anyway Okay, so back to the podcast, I guess, for editing
2: purposes. Um, Part four. Part four. (laughs) We've lost count. So another personal question. So we also noticed that you write and perform poetry. Mm. And we're curious, like, what drew you to that particular, like, art form as, like, a creative outlet?
1: Yeah, I guess I feel so funny, like being a self-proclaimed, I don't really call myself a poet, but I think spoken word artist is something I resonate with more. Um, I'm just going to turn this light on. So pending your an- the answer to that question while I turn this light on. Um,
0: sure, sure, sure. Oh, that's nice.
1: Warm light. There we go. Got the books in the
0: background. Oh my gosh, we should have started here. Um, <laughs> oh, all you need is a cup of tea.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought about that. We went with the wine instead. But um hmm. yeah, so spoken word. I guess um so I'm a very uh and my family can probably speak to this. I'm a very emotional person. So I'm in the best field for it. Um but I think there are just some things that you know I think there is like something about rhythm and um Rhythm and just uh writing that can just sort of emulate a, emotion and experience in a way that like you know kind of like music or um I think very similar like rap like there's just like a, there's a there's like something behind it that just gives it a power and I think that's what I was drawn to like there's like this kind of anytime I see like spoken word artists I'm always at the ummer in the audience. I've probably done it a few times when someone says something like really profound. I'm like, Mmm. Mm, mm. like I'm
3: that person. Did we and- did we say anything <laughs> profound in this interview? I've, don't, don't ask I've, questions you don't want the
0: answer to, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was something happening, but um, but yeah. So I think I just
1: I haven't written in, in a while, and I think that's also why I've been a little bit. Either gearing my social media towards more of my just my business, and taking some time to just, as Jess says, incubate. Um, but um, yeah, I I've been yeah just I find that I write or I am driven to write my spoken word when I'm in pain, and it's been a huge part of my healing. Um, when George Floyd was murdered. I wrote a whole piece. Um, There was a time where I was like homeless. Um, I was going through a really difficult, painful situation. My grandmother had passed and I was just completely lost. And um, so I wrote another piece. And so it's just, it's brought me clarity. It's been able, it's been an outlet, but I feel like I want to be able to write more of my joy. And that's something that I've been kind of, trying to advocate more for in my life is protecting my joy and um yeah yeah so I guess that's also why my tone on social media maybe hasn't been so much about the the trials and tribulations but you know um more of my uh my yeah my peace and my joy and not that I haven't been through difficulties I still have and have actually kind of just come through one in the past four months. I've been like, <laughs> know, like, I don't know, it was my adrenals, like I had an insane top of the year with filming and working at the same time and uh, like my, my other job and stuff. and so: yeah, so um, I think that's but I, I do miss it. I do want to write more. I've been wanting to do a documentary, um, and yeah, I've been wanting to um, do my family history. I don't know anything about uh, writing a documentary and, sorry, I'm frozen, I'm just gonna fix this. Um, I don't know anything, and I've had, you know, I don't know if you know, might not, uh, Jules Kastashian, I'm actually starring in her film coming up pretty soon, so um, it's called Broken Angel, and it's her first feature, and she's an up-and-coming, well, not even up-and-coming, she's, like, an established uh, Indigenous filmmaker, but um, yeah, so she, um, she was, like, just Get a camera, get a write a grant. I was like, I don't know any of this. She's like, just go home, interview your parents, and that—that's a documentary. (laughs) Uh, Because she's also from uh, yeah, I mean, basically territory near me (laughs) yeah. Well, yeah, and I I want to. Me and my sister Maria are. Oh, that's such a—that's an awesome project to
2: work on it with your sister.
1: That's so wonderful yeah she's a she's a she's a lawyer so and she doesn't like she actually just just landed a lawyer position uh doing (sighs) indigenous indigenous law so it's huge huge yeah i'm so so, proud of her it was like we both like ever since we were little she was the lawyer i was the actor and so like this has been we both kind of reached like this interesting point in our careers together so yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited for her. But yeah, we would love to do it together. It's just it's huge. It'd be huge and a lot of money. And
3: yeah,
1: I know nothing. And uh, I mean, I say that, it doesn't but
3: have to be a lot of money. I mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I just there's a lot of intellectual property as well. So uh, okay. you don't yeah. have to keep this. Yeah. You don't have to keep this in the the thing. But there's a lot of stuff. Even though it's my history, it's also my parents' history. It's also my siblings' history. Yeah. And coming back to that, like protecting, protecting my family, and you know, everyone's at their different point yeah. on their journey. And I have to, I could do it in a way where it doesn't have to go there. It can definitely be, you know, whatever I want it to say. um But there's a lot of wounds, you know, and so it's like I have to be mindful of that because. I can't go and open up wounds and I don't know how to heal. It's not fair. So, um, so it's, it's just stuff like that. And if I've been marinating on it, so again, sorry, this is like a very long winded answer to your question. No. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's type what the type of direction I want to go in. It was the spoken words. <laughs> this is what happens when you interview oh, okay. Lucas. <laughs> um,
3: this is, what happens, no, this when... is also what happens when you talk to us. <laughs> I don't know. I actually didn't go back and watch
1: Interviews. I was just kind of like, yeah, sure, I'll join it. I don't.
3: No, no, I don't blame you. you. We don't expect because
0: anybody to. No. no, we no. really don't. Like you should have seen Taylor. I think fiora was going to kill me because Taylor and I went I off I on a like a twenty-minute rant about Walmart. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm okay. Great. I don't know. I have no context. I I've never been interviewed. I'm, well, I've been interviewed, but not like this. This is
3: cool. Wait. You, you you, can be a part of the Walmart video, too. You're trying to, I'm trying oh to recruit people. <laughs> I'm kidding, everybody. We're going to have the entire Vancouver team. Either we go there or they're all coming to Arkansas. But I'm trying to get, so far, all the Hicksons and Keenan to spend 24 hours in a bougie Walmart with us. There's a bougie
0: Walmart? <laughs>
2: This is where oh my the tangent God. happened. Listen, yes, <laughs> this is what's <laughs> Okay, go ahead. I'm
0: Brace. gonna keep it real short this time. Okay. Real short. having you. I live where Walmart came from. There's even a Walmart museum here. The 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 Waltons are some of the richest people in the world, and they own everything here, mm-hmm. obviously. And so our WalMarts are like the most bougie ass WalMarts. They're ginormous. They have like hair salons. Uh, oh my God. Pet, uh, they have vets in, they have a vet's office. They have medical, they have like a walk-in clinic. They have restaurants. We have like a Woodstone pizza restaurant in our, the Walmart down the road. Okay, hey, wait, stop, it's, stop, stop, stop. They're, Don't they're tell insane. Me
1: it, Cause you, it has to be a surprise. Like, that is an experience. <laughs> That's a yes.
3: whole segment. That's a whole- uh, Everyone wants yeah. to come. So at experience. this point we'll have to bring <laughs> Jess as well. We could br- get Michelle to come down. The uh, yeah, I guess you I don't know if you got Guys, to meet Michelle. You at would all. get all
1: the authentic no, like genuine break. reactions to all of this crazy stuff.
0: It's bananas. <sighs> Even when I walk in in the the one there's one that's like about 30 minutes away from my house cuz this whole area is one big metropolitan type of area. And you walk into this Walmart, and you're like, "What the hell is this? Is this a mall?" <laughs> wow! Like, there's wow!
1: A, there's this you guys have an
0: experience.
1: You guys are on a whole other level over there, right?
0: Yeah, um, but then also you get robocalls from the, the. I don't know if you know who the Duggars are. No. Oh, really? Probably not. Okay, best you, do? you don't. No, she, she said no. And no,
3: no, I meant you. I'm two. a farm girl. We'll talk calls. about it later. Later. Huh? It's okay. Move it's on. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Moving on. Moving on. All right. Okay. <laughs> back to podcast part five.
1: <laughs> I'm just say to seriously. Before I forget, because I forget a lot of things. Don't let me forget to take a photo after. My phone's in the other room, yeah, but okay. I want to get I a picture. After.
3: Okay. All right. I write kay. down notes because I forget everything.
1: Thank (laughs)
3: you. Part five. (laughs) Okay, so something I have always found exciting and fun in the entertainment industry is fighting and stunts. You got to do a little bit of this in Motherland and previously participated in the Indigenous Action Artist Mentorship Program. Could you tell us a little bit about this experience and what it was like participating in this program?
1: Oh my god, you got. You did your research. <laughs> um, like, holy. Uh, yeah. Um, so I didn't do too many stunts on Motherland. I just did really the one, the one like intense one where I was blown by air cannons and landed on a mat and barely landed on the mat because I slid. But anyway, it was so much fun. I loved it. I wish I could have kept going. But um, the Indigenous Action Artist Program mentorship program was created by, uh, Laurel Chartrand and, uh, uh, Bruce Crawford and, um, I'm frozen again. Um, and, um, yeah. And he, they, they kind of initiated a lot of that. Bruce, uh, works, well, he's, I can't remember his wife's name, but they, he's married to, uh, his wife's Musqueam and they live on Musqueam reserve in Vancouver. And, um, they both are stunt, uh, coordinators and performers in the industry. And they saw a a need, like an incentive need for indigenous stunt performers because we get, um, well, I mean, we're lucky if we get someone who's even the same tone, uh, skin tone as someone doubling a indigenous performer. Um, but it's different, it's still different. Um, so I think, you know, both Bruce and Laurel saw a need for this and just were like, hey, let's just create a, a workshop, weekend workshop thing. And they, they didn't know how well it was gonna do. And I was, part of the first, I was part of the first one. And it was introduced to me by my mentor and friend, Crystal Dahlman, who's also a stunt coordinator. In Vancouver, and it's a very small community, the like Sun community in Vancouver. So, and very like incredible. They're like a family. Um, yeah, so I was like, yes, 100%. I've always wanted to be more hands on. I always wanted to add more tools to my toolbox. I don't really have like an active, like, this is the first time in my life that I've had like definition the way that I do. Um, I grew up on a farm, so that I had that kinesthetic experience growing up, but I didn't have like dance i didn't do sports i didn't have any of that kind of stuff um so i was just happy to go and learn what i could learn and basically they were kind of they would have like a a review sort of thing to see who was industry ready or set ready as they said and would basically pair them with one of the instructors and that would be their mentor and they would um uh work with uh you know, you, you as the, the, the trainee need to put in the work. Like whatever you put in is what you're going to get out of it. So how what, what questions are you asking? Who are you networking with? Who are you talking to? What gyms are you going to? Because if you train at gyms where stem performers train, you're that's how you network. And so little things like that. So there's a lot of business involved in this kind of stuff that you only know if you're in it. And when you already face the adversities that you face, as an Indigenous person, it's so hard. It's already hard that we are like, you've seen this, right? Where the, um, well, privilege, right? And if when you, even just knowing someone in the, the industry itself is already a leg up. And so, um, so we, you know, it's, I think we've had two more since then. I just did the first one and I kind of helped. I, I don't like to say that I like, honestly i literally just got everyone's Facebooks and created a facebook group and was like okay like i just didn't want it to die out i didn't want us i remember feeling that weekend after the first day and like i don't want us to not uh uh, um no stop knowing each other stop communicating i want this is a community that we can build and so now i'm really really close with um uh, my good friend amanda uh Uh, Torres she was um, also in that uh, workshop and we became really really close friends and she actually got to stunt on motherland she got a stunt gig she you can see her face in there she's the one that like kind of falls asleep and does the fall but I mentioned her to Reese our coordinator because Reese and I got chatting and he has a background in cabaletta and I was like oh my friend Amanda and so he was she sent him an email once she knew that I mentioned her and he got back to her and was like hey we have this uh opportunity are you interested like that's how it works and so it's really wow. about yeah it's about networking it's about you know being a person of your word um um keeping your word and, and showing up and and doing the work and being available and um being prepared and but we all these things you don't know but the, the reason I didn't really go hardcore into the start, stunts was because, and I probably still, you know, there could be opportunities, but I had my hands full with acting personally. And was like, and stunts is another thing. and um, But yeah, it was interesting. It was, um, uh, it was a great experience and it was a lot of fun. We were all exhausted by the end of it. My neck hurt so bad. And the, the toll it takes on your body is a lot too. But it introduced me to a lot of amazing people and it uh, got me really excited about where we're going um in the community end <laughs> <laughs> wow i love you how the only person not frozen
2: i, mean, oh, no. frozen Wait you
1: uh, <laughs> I beat you guys
2: that's
3: oh, a first you know, the a first having like not being frozen know, right? yeah okay mm-hmm. We didn't. So. We we made it to our last section. Finally, last right? sec- it's part last six. Section. Thank you so much for so, being here with us this long. Yeah,
1: exactly. I have nothing. Uh, this is. I'm on kind of vacation right now. Anyway, so
3: it's okay. Ooh, yeah, vacay. but you have definitely more relaxing to do than talking.
1: Exactly. <laughs> this is nice uh, i hope i'm not taking too long i always worry that i'm no, not no. as as
0: as caitlin said she and i would talk to you forever theora on the other hand has, has a life a life and dogs and, and a wife oh, okay, so. okay
3: okay <laughs> Us on the other hand we're just like our brains will go keep just jumping yeah we're okay. like the
0: people that want to know everything <laughs> well i'll try to keep uh,
1: my answers more condensed
0: well, these these are more fun. This you've, is more of a fun. You've heard these questions
3: you... before. You've
0: heard these questions before the other night, but we want your answers instead of the fans' answers.
1: Oh, okay, I can remember some All of them. Right. Okay.
0: So we we picked out a few. Would you rather have dinner with Thelma or Louise? <laughs> Louise being Nicta because. <laughs> that's
3: tough I mean, like, i'm like gonna have dinner with myself
1: um i know <laughs> um
3: we set you up that's what like we both,
0: did the,
1: i feel like both of their companies might not really <laughs> be the most like i i don't know nikda did say she's a pretty fun person so yes maybe Nikta. all
0: right oh. you want to get to know Nikta a little more maybe we ship that who knows
1: yeah yeah could be fun could Could
3: be be fun she just
1: needs someone to to listen to her she needs some love she
3: does yeah she needs a hug she She got mom issues she needs a hug she does
1: (laughs) i give great hugs ask jess and massages too
3: hey well we know who to come to Uh, (laughs) uh, at walmart we'll we'll test out the hug there you go Just I love did that you make it sound like up. she
0: could fail. I, know. <laughs> right. I
3: mean, no. we you can't fail. It. Out of ten. It's for science.
1: It is.
0: Caitlin,
3: <laughs> science. doing
0: an experiment.
3: Is. Alright, Isadora. Is I, I am... I just... This question is my favorite. And I would love to know your... Thoughts on how would you kill Hearst?
1: How would I kill Hearst? Hmm. I feel like because Hearst is such a like sociopath. Yes. I, I would like. I would want to do it psychologically first. I think I'd wanna like Ooh. try to find where his humanity may be, if there is any, and hurt him on the inside. If I don't even know if that's even possible because he's so black, but you know, there is like black heart. There is that
3: the family childhood. Thing. like there there's some yeah. issues there. There's childhood trauma, trauma there. probably.
1: Yeah, so something. Like maybe I create a drug and then I put him in a room, tie him up, and drug him in a way where he's reliving his childhood trauma. Right.
3: Wait, is no, that that's just Nicta's thing. <laughs> yeah. Nicta's back. Oh, so fast. when you have dinner
1: with Nicta,
2: just ask her how to do that, and then go kill Hurst with it. <laughs> Perfect, we solved it. <laughs> I yeah, would asking rather, anything like, possible. psychologically torture him first.
1: But anyway, no, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. How would I kill Hurst? Maybe drowning, waterboarding. At least she
0: didn't say "Wow." (laughs) At least she didn't say "slit his throat." Like that's too easy. The two answers we got the most were scylla and "slit his throat."
3: (laughs) Oh, my favorite was the uh, Matilda style: make him eat chocolate cake until he (laughs) croaks. I, I I'm like, sorry, that's oh so great. good. Wait, <laughs> I remember when that was." Oh, yeah, but I they forgot. didn't get to hear any of it.
1: yeah That's a good one. Yeah, no, I. That's uh, that's a good one. Yeah, no, I, I guess waterboarding because drowning is really terrifying.
0: Yeah, it so. really is. I almost drowned uh, when I was six. I was like, so close to dying, and
1: yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: such a terrifying experience.
1: Yeah, I same. I also, my mother pulled me out.
0: My dad pulled me out. <laughs> oh my, no, I can't get into it now. We're going to get into stories segue. we tell. I
3: can't. <laughs> no, I want to know, though. Feel free. I mean, I said. want to go segue. get dinosaur chicken. <laughs> okay,
1: oh. really brave play. So my sister, my older sister, Maria, I don't know why, but I could always do things before her. She's very, like, intellectually like she's an academic right so she's a lawyer scholarly all that stuff whereas more of like the physical kind of girl is like the more tomboyish one and so so I could swim before her I could ride my bike before her I could you know I taught her how to do all these things and so I was like swimming in the pool one day our neighbor's pool and she wanted to try and like go without a life jacket and she was drowning me she was panicking and pulling me down and i'm like "Eh," like swallowing water and i'm like i can't like and i just see my dad sitting there doing nothing (laughs) and i'm looking I'm like help, help." i'm trying and i think he purposely like and this is his thing like he wants us to figure out things on our own just and then he'll step in if he sees that there's actual danger but that's the kind of father i have like he'll literally like I want you to struggle so that you know how to how to survive and know how to do life and how to persevere. That's just his his parenting (laughs) test. Literally, I'm like, I have this image burned in my mind of him just lounging like this on a chair. And then he like went and like (laughs) ripped off his glasses and jumped into the water. I was like, okay, that's like me.
0: Your story is more is more interesting than mine.
1: That's not even the story where I almost drowned. That that was a different one.
0: Just because when you mentioned your dad, <laughs> one.
1: yeah, <laughs> that's, a different one. that's not even the worst one. That was a very minor. How
3: one. did you um? Okay,
1: you want to know how I almost
3: drowned? It was yes. Was
1: it was it was a river. Uh, uh, in this little village called Dunedin down the road from our, like, Hamlet, which was basically an intersection of four houses. Um, there was a river, and there was this, like, deep pocket, and this was before I knew how to swim, and so I was just doing, like, this weird backstroke thing, and I didn't see that I had gone into that area, and all of a sudden, I was just under. And I remember, like, you know, trying to scream help underwater, so you're just taking in all this water and inhaling it, and I just remember seeing the tree. Like that's burned in my memory. Like the tree through the water. Um, I don't remember being pulled out. Um, but I remember yeah. kind of being, like, lugged over my mom's shoulder. I think, and, uh, and something happened where I guess I came to, and i um, she like put me down to like just set me down on the ground, and I'm like just can barely walk, and she's like, don't get up, and she's just freaking out like she's. So- so mad here i am like having a near death experience like trying to like,
0: process everything and walk at the same time <laughs> oh man. hello I trauma love- my name is olivia <laughs> 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 exactly. oh yeah so a lot to talk oh. about in
3: therapy
1: yeah oh, yeah oh yeah definitely i think i have that on so saturday you- yeah i do actually Highly recommend um, everyone jump- should go to therapy if you have parents or if you don't have parents. Everyone should just. Go. Sure. <laughs> if you have parents or you
0: don't No, have- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your tagline. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love you. I jumped oh into God. a lock and yeah. dam. <laughs> oh, gosh, darn it. I don't it. know if you know what that is. Oh, wa- You walked it. In- I jumped into a lock and dam, which is like I know what it was a dam basically it's a dam where they release like so a, it's a ri- it was a river and then there's the part where they have the dam and then they release the water every once in a while and anyway yeah. don't it's How just
1: big a is thing okay dam. it's no it's is it a big uh, one my or like dad a- oh my, God.
0: my dad and uh so it was me and my best friend his my dad was friends with her dad they were fishing there's this one part where it's kind of like a pool but still part of like where the rushing water is so i being the idiot that i am thought hey let me jump in because i'm cool like that jumped in uh like and like you said all i like i remember just at one point just like letting go and letting my body float because i was like all right it's over And all I could see was like the water and the image of the sky through the water. And that's like what I remember the most. And then my dad jumped in and got me. And many years later I mentioned it to my mom and she was like, excuse me. He never told me that. (laughs) Yeah. And so there was a whole new reason for her to be mad at him after he died. (laughs)
1: a uh, fun time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, he pulled fun you out. Fun time's and drowning. And now you're here. And
3: now you're here. So. Yep. And now we're bonding that. over drowning.
1: <laughs> it's not a good time.
2: We're I not fear typical
3: interviewers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we are not the standard for how interviews well, go.
1: I'm so Both glad you've know. taken my interview virginity, so. <laughs> we made you shiny.
3: <laughs> You've been spending too we much time made you
0: with Jess. Shiny. <laughs> You've named me that's, shiny. That's ab- is that what you said? Yeah. Um. Because in the show, the thing is that no, everyone no, no. has a witch mark. Oh. Uh, no. Like but... everyone has a witch mark, and and once you have sex for the first time, it becomes shiny, right? And yeah. one of Jess's like like know. iconic lines was asking Rayle, "Is it shiny?
1: shiny?" I remember that line. Yes. I remember when I first. The show and I was like, Who the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> now
0: we're like best friends. <laughs> there you go.
1: Right. Full circle.
2: Okay,
0: so speaking of sex <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great
3: segue. <laughs>
0: Again. You're killing this. Would you, talk, <laughs> would you rather get the sex talk would you rather get the sex talk for Manakasia or Alder? Oh yeah, we asked Taylor oh, yeah. this first, and I so it's become this. like our question to ask.
1: Uh, oh gosh. Um, I feel like I feel like Ana would probably make it more fun. But what version of Alder? What version of her? Because she changes very much in season three. That is- because I, I could, I could definitely take it. I could take it from. I could take it from. Oh my gosh, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. Yeah, I know. My I head was there, there too. not there. <laughs> <laughs> I could take it from Alder. Oh it's <laughs> like- no. Uh, yeah. I think I
1: could. That version of her definitely would. I think. Make I mean, it- we love a MILF. <laughs> <laughs> But also like she I feel like she would make it so like like profound and like right. really understand the <laughs> substance of it and the the beauty of it and like and now because she's in a new form and understands like life and death on a whole other level and like so yeah, I could take it from like a season three alder, I think.
0: Good answer. Yeah, Nacho's Alder, yeah. that's what I call her. Nacho's Alder <laughs> Because of that scene where she eats the nachos, and you're like, she's really enjoying them for the first
3: time.
1: Yeah, yeah, because she can actually experience pleasure.
3: Yeah, and, and exactly. enjoy those.
0: I wonder.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, we've, we've we've discussed it. Don't worry. We know where you're going. I wonder. You know exactly never where you're about going. It <laughs>
3: That wasn't my character development. But so I will I never say this. this. So at the con,
0: uh, at the con when we were doing the panel, um, so we did a panel with the full cast and I think I asked a question about Alder's... I don't remember what the question was, but Lynn talked about how Alder had had many partners. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Okay, so it's it's all good then. They all work. Yeah, Got it parks work yeah. just fine. Oh, okay, cool. If Witch Father has yeah. anything to say
2: about <laughs> it, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if I was Alder, I probably would too.
0: <laughs> Many lifetimes, yeah. I mean, right? Lived. Well, yeah. Nikta and Alder were supposed to have actually had a romance, oh. so but it wasn't I like mean, it wasn't in the show, but it was supposed to be.
1: I see. Huh. I love that we tell
3: people who were on the show what the show was supposed to be. Well, it's because we talked to Arlen! (laughs) No, I know, but, like, I just love how we know so much that we're able to tell the people who are on the show things.
1: Well, I also came in in season three, so, like, I I could not... Yeah, Yeah, like, she didn't have the...
3: Yeah, Yeah. Olivia
1: missed
2: the whole romance that never was. (laughs) It's okay
0: yeah we, we have go. a lot of we talk about it on the pot good lord i feel sorry for anybody who listens to our four hour long discussions about feel sorry for me i know because you have to edit them so do i <laughs> no. it's really me that gets off easy yes on
3: this equation. <laughs> my head just went somewhere else <laughs> oh my god stop <laughs> i'm sorry i got- was just there. I Why? Why is my brain
0: not in the gutter and yours is right now?
1: <sighs> oh, Caitlin, you're frozen. I want to enjoy your face. Can you unfreeze it? Thank you. Hi. I'll do mine again. Bye.
3: <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> That's all I like to say. Can't We've gone so far. I thought this was going Well, we be only such have short... one question have left. One question. <laughs> okay. so cool. We can do this. <laughs> okay, last question. Part 6. Part I don't even
0: know seven. part 6. Back to the back <laughs> I to think the MV part seven. infinity. I don't know. We're just using infinity. Go break. All right. What which specialty would you be?
1: Uh oh right. So there's okay. I'm going to brush up on everything. Uh, so there's Fixer? So like the fixer, the, the, the necklace, braille. Yep. And the so, Let's see if you
3: can figure it out. It was, yeah, we'll let you try to figure the, it but out. But the weather,
1: like Abigail's weather, I, someone needs to still explain to me the earth and sky thing. <laughs> so I'm, <like> still <laughs> I'm still working on that one.
3: I, I literally don't, I don't understand the finale and, at all.
2: No, I feel like okay. it was supposed to be something else, yeah. and they're like, we don't have time just it's this and you're like okay what (laughs) i don't get it
0: okay (laughs) we're gonna analyze it tomorrow night we'll probably be here for nine years (laughs) i don't 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 know what we come up with
3: i've watched this the last episode twice and i still have no idea what happened yeah it was a lot lot. i'll tell you you what happened
1: okay because i need no go ahead i need that (laughs)
3: <laughs> she's telling me that she's going to tell me what happened. But do you want to know what happened? <laughs> oh, do you want to just do our podcast with us tomorrow night?
0: So Say you're, no. Yeah, no. On you the podcast, on vacation. So we'll talk about it. <laughs> oh,
1: Good lord. You're on vacation. Yeah. Yeah, I got to do an audition. But okay, so wait. So remind me again of the different. That's not vacation. Sections?
0: Blaster. <laughs> okay. So Fixer, Necro, Blaster, and Knower. What's a Blaster? Which is Tally.
1: That's the weather. Weather oh. Work. oh, and then the t- the knower is the see the seeing thing. The seeing thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, feel like I, I already am a seer, so <laughs> maybe that one. Uh
0: oh no
1: yeah.
0: Very golly. intuitive. Um now the other part of the question is which one do you think Thelma is or would be? Oh. Hmm.
1: I wish they had something for fire. Something for fire.
2: And with that, we've been Big Gay Energy. If you like this episode, check out all of our other episodes on whatever you're using to listen right now. And yeah, please subscribe and like all the things. If you happen to be listening on Apple, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review, no matter how brief. This is what Apple uses in their algorithm to uh, help us gain a wider audience. So please, please, please help us out.
0: Yes, and please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you about everything and anything. And if we like it, we'll probably give you a shout out on the air. You can find us at all the things. Twitter at Big Gay Energy Pod, Tumblr Big Gay Energy Pod, Instagram Big Gay Energy Pod, or you can email us at,
3: biggayenergypod at gmail.com. Until next time, stay safe and hydrate for Lesbian Jesus.